Hello, I'm the pirate novelist, your captain through the rough seas of media. And I am DJ Love HD and long time no see. Long time no fucking see. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to uh, another episode of The Annihilation. This is episode four, The Journey Back, because fuck if I know how long it's been. It's been almost a year. <laughs> Dang. And I thought it's it was long since my last video on YouTube and being two months. Man, a year flies pretty quickly. Yeah, well, a lot of shit been happening. Uh, do you, you want to go first about what, we, what we've been doing? Uh, Sure. I've just been kind of focusing on work. Um, I've been going to the gym lately. Mm-hmm. So that that's a fun new thing. Um, Finally got myself a new guitar, so I'm focusing on music, getting back into writing music. Mm-hmm. Um, Glutton Records, as you've been seeing on my YouTube videos. Actually, one's kind of rendering in the background as we're talking right now. Um, what else? Uh, I've been doing my photography, for one. So I, I kind of find... Uh, trying to find a balance between all my, my hobbies, because I, I collect records, I do photography, of course, videos. This right here, we're trying to bring this back up and running, which, yay. Um, I write creatively, and then every once in a while I like to draw here and there. So it's it's kind of like, I don't want to say like I'm a renaissance man, in a sense, but I have a lot of different hobbies and things I like to do, so it's kind of crazy trying to juggle things. Okay. All right. Um, that's what he's been doing. I, um, for the last time we did a podcast, I'm still in Kansas, um, for now, actually, um, very soon, later on, 2017, I will be moving to Portland, Oregon, for literally to expand myself as a DJ and actually make this come off the ground. Um, lately, I have been going through quite a bit of stuff. Don't worry, I am okay. There's a reason why earlier, 20, 2016, I wasn't releasing a lot of content. That was literally why. I am a lot better now. I'm good. Don't worry. That's why, as you can see, a lot of content been coming out lately. Mm-hmm. Um, hence, as you can see, I'm doing this again. Because before, I was not in the best state of mind to even do this. So now that I'm in a much better mood, a much better state of mind, plus I have a plan for the rest of this year, now I can get back into this. Yes. And um, a lot's been happening. Uh, we, we're going to mainly cover the Grammys this episode. I know mm-hmm. it's like about two weeks out, Wait but... Late as hell, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the main intention was to talk about the Grammys, but holy crap, all the, the, the new music news, and there's a lot of new music news usually around this time, but mm-hmm. holy crap, as I was researching for, for things for us to talk about, holy crap, like, I sent him... You a, say that a quite book. a bit, don't you think? Yeah. Um, I sent... Uh, Digital Wolf HD, uh, this whole list of things, and his eyes popped out. I, I literally saw the look on his face when I first sent this to him, of all the different things that have been happening recently. And that's just on his side of things. Like, that's not even including all my stuff of, of music that I don't normally listen to, all the music that, that came out. So believe me, it's been <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> and that's not just saying because we've taken a year gap. No, this is as of like last weekend, this week. And like this, yeah, like you said, just this weekend. If I were to cover all the time we've been busy with our own stuff, yeah, that list would be long. No, no, I'm not in the mood of doing that. Also, speaking of starting things up, uh, I have a very special semi-solo episode planned. Uh, mm-hmm. I have a buddy of mine who um, 
if you were into my old, old channel, which I'm not sure even if I have to log in for information for anymore. Um, he was part of a band called Aim Your Arrows, which is basically they play the intro song to all my YouTube videos. Yes. And he's the drummer for that band. Um, that band is no longer. Um, I think he's still with Brent's in another band, and he agreed to come on and do a, do a show with me. So that's going to be coming out soon. It's not going to be of Annihilation. It's just going to be like a solo, semi-solo cut where I kind of interview him and then we just kind of talk about all kind of cool things. Okay. And not only that, I have my own little semi-solo episode. I'm going to start back up. I'm just saying. Um, I have like a individual that's a good friend of mine. He goes by Stoner Jesus. Don't ask why. He just does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he wants to talk about what to do if you're in a zombie apocalypse. Mm. Um, of course, when he decided this topic, he decided to be fully blunt and honest, and all the words that I said, I covered all the curse words in this entire episode, and I don't normally do that. I curse a lot, but not that much, and I was, yeah. But we covered a lot of good topics in that in that podcast, actually, mm-hmm. and that's going to come out very soon, after this comes out. Cool. That reminds me, uh, there's this How to Survive a Zombie Apocalypse guide that I've been, like, browsing every once in a while i think mm-hmm. i need to take the dust off of that and just revisit it he made me look at some sh- he made me look at some shit as he was talking to me recording and i was like i don't even think about this type of shit what the hell <laughs> <laughs> but the topics he brought was really good topics which i do enjoy so yeah look out for that as well all right so without further ado uh what we're doing here is we're going to base it on a couple of different things uh, it's going to be heavy in the front with all the new music that's coming out. I'm going to talk mainly about uh, what's going on in the rock scene. Mm-hmm. And then you have a few things on your end, right? Yes, I do. Okay. So why don't we kick this off with uh, talking about All Time Low. Now, All Time Low is one of those bands that I know a few things here and there about. I mean, I don't listen to all of the time. But I still understand uh, who they are. I've seen them at Warp Tour a whole bunch of times. And if you hear me clicking and clacking in the background, I do apologize. But according to uh, At The Barricade, which is a really cool website run by a really cool uh, YouTuber called Paige Backstage. Uh, she's really cool. This website just came out recently. And it's been really cool for a resource. So I've been following it a lot. And um she wrote a really wonderful article about how All Time Low signed to Fueled by Ramen, which is the one of my favorite labels because it had like Less Than Jake at one point. Of course, it has Paramore. Uh, Front Bottoms. Uh, there's a whole bunch of really good artists on this label. So they said um, they've actually been signed in secret for over a year. And um, she states, in the age of social media, what kind of band can keep a secret for that big that long? Well, we've been gone for about a year, so yeah. <laughs> but um, they released a new track called Dirty Laundry, and they're coming out with a new album. So that's kind of cool, you know, them kind of going back. And they wrote about, like, not worrying about uh, the past. Uh, they're, you know, kind of moving on, leaving the past where it belongs. And I took a listen to it. It's really good. Uh for me not knowing too too much about them i actually i really like this track 
And I saw them years and years ago when they played the main stage at my very first Warp Tour. So it's been a while. It's been a minute since I've actually heard their music. Hmm. Uh, did you okay. have a chance to listen to the song? Uh, one time, yes, when I was driving to work, yes. I actually do enjoy it. Yeah, All Time Low is a pretty good band. Um, they have a really good presence with them and all that. So uh, that happened. And then Papa Roach decided to drop a new song. <laughs> called help and i love papa roach they're i don't usually like to put like top tens or anything but easily in my top 10 uh they did they've added um help and another song called crooked teeth Cl- it's classic papa roach but done in a way that it's new crooked teeth yes crooked teeth as well well, Crook's Teeth. Okay. Crook's Finish. Teeth I liked a little bit more than Help, but that's not saying too, too much. Um, they said that they're going to be releasing it, the new album soon. And mm-hmm. what's kind of cool is they have a pledge music campaign. So kind of what that is is kind of like a Kickstarter, in a sense, or a GoFundMe, in a sense, for music. So you can... Uh, for $95, example, get a um, signed poster, CD, and T-shirt bundle. Or for $500, you can get Getting Away With Murder base and cabinet screens. Or you can, for $150, you can get a test pressing of their new album. Or a custom voicemail greeting for 50 bucks. You can pre-order their yeah. album for $35. So what you're doing is basically, yes, it's kind of like a crowdfunding thing. But you're kind of helping them towards their new album. And Adelita's Way did this recently, which I kind of applauded them for. You know, they were on a label for a while, kind of wanted to do their own thing. And I think this is a good way of looking at things in the future overall, just as an art, you know, being an artist. Hmm. You know, when you look at musicians saying, hey, please support me financially, you know, Mm-hmm. For some people, they think, oh, you're trying to take us of our money. No. But here's the thing about that, you know. Yes, we love our art. Yes, we, we do what we do because we love it. You mm-hmm. know, that's just the same thing. But at some point in time, we do have to pay our bills. Yep. At some point in time, we got to put food on the table, regardless if it's our own table or somebody else's. Mm-hmm. At some point in time, we need to have a, have a place to live. Okay. And also, you have no idea how much it costs to cut an album to take go into a recording studio record the album have it mixed have it distributed how much that costs to have it distributed you know making the the cds for singles and sending it out you don't even know if people are going to like it or not or if it's going to sell and how you know apple may take a cut of the music here or if it gets on spotify and there's a lot of subtle nuanced things that I, i do not know anything in the industry with that i don't claim to know it it's just from what i've I'm thinking it is. So there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff and these these things do cost money. That's true. That's very true. I used to be with QLine Entertainment and we looked into it because it, I wanted to distribute Alpha Part One night. No, part two. Mm-hmm. And that that the amount of cost that went into it, it even though it was a free mixtape, it was astonishing, you know. 
I know my I know Quan should drop at least a hundred dollars on marketing alone, you know. I drop a few hundred myself on marketing on my other things, and that's on my own front, never mind QLN's front, okay? I had to top off radio shows and stuff like that, you know. It costs money for me to get from to and from. I had to get a few artists into the studio, I had to pay for the studio time, you know. I gotta pay to get a mix and master, you know. Yep. For me as a DJ, for me to release like a twenty track Okay, not 20 tracks, sorry. A 10 track makes it, right? Mm-hmm. I got to mix and master every single track. I have to pay for the, uh, for the studio time for any artists I want in there if I don't get their vocals already. Yep. Okay? I got to deal with the promotion. I got to deal with the marketing. I got to deal with if well, I got to get on the sites myself, you know? Yep. At some point in time, I got to pay my bills. Now, that doesn't mean that we're going to go, hey, pay pay for every single little thing. No, 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 no. Obviously, no. Mm-hmm. But, like, if if a, if a musician that I like, that I respect as a person, say, hey, may you please support me in what I do. Here is a link. You can find me. Do whatever you please. If I respect what they do, I will happily drop $10 in there. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's something, you know, because I respect what they do and I want them to continue what they're doing. Not just the musicians, also with artists and like any anybody who's doing their own free freelancing thing, okay. At some point in time, they gotta pay their bills. Yep. Okay. It doesn't hurt for them to ask for support, you know. Nope. How else are they supposed to get their stuff done? Yep. They can't get that out of thin air. I, I've tried that; it doesn't work. Okay. Even when I was homeless and I made Alpha, I made Alpha Part Two homeless, mind you, and I saw that job. Cry a bit of money to get that thing completely done. Mm-hmm. And I was and I was homeless. Okay, Alpha Part One, I dropped like a hundred for promotion, and I wasn't homeless. I was still living up with my parents' house, and mm-hmm. I still had to go and get a hundred dollars and and spend it on my on on that. Okay. Okay. So it, it doesn't hurt to you know ask for support. You know, no. if you're fans, I'm not saying you have to. I'm saying that, and this is coming from a musician, music, blah, my tongue, a musician standpoint. Mm-hmm. If my fans just because because they want to, not because they have to, because they want to support me in any way, shape, or form, even if it's like blowing up my stuff or financial, however, when they do it, I will truly love that because it shows to me that I got people who care, who gives a shit. Mm-hmm. Which motivates me as a musician to keep going. Which same thing applies for anybody else who's in this industry as well. Yeah. And, and for me, you know, me being a semi-starting out musician, I've always had a dream to completely just write one song. And now that it's on this, you know, the tail end stages of it kind of being complete, it's so rewarding. And, you know, I've demoed it for a couple of people and they say they really liked it. And that means a lot to me. You know, I mean, usually you write music for yourself for what you know. Mm-hmm. And for someone to relate to that and get something out of that, that, that means a lot to me because, you know, I've talked to, I've met a bunch of my favorite bands. And for them to hear at least, you know, that their music helped me mm-hmm. through a bunch of things, I, you know, it's that moment where it, you know, puts a little bit of a light in their eyes, you know. Is that the song that I actually make they referring to? Yes. I think about that. Let me talk about that for a quick second here, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I like to reveal what it's for, obviously, but let me talk to you. Let me talk about that that song for a minute, okay? 
I went to him to make that song, okay? It was for a project that was making a release January 1st. Don't know what that is. Go look at my post. It'll be very obvious of what I'm talking about here. Okay. Um, when when I actually made that song, it was at a point in time in my life where I was at a crossroads because I achieved what I wanted to achieve. I didn't know what else to do. And I was looking back at my at my past and wondering what what happened, where I messed up, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know if anybody would relate to that. So when I asked him to make the song, and then I heard just the first portion of the song. I didn't even hear the full song yet, honestly. All I heard was like the first minute of it. All I heard was the first minute, and I was like, that's the song. I don't know how you know. It was like he knew the lyrics, okay? I don't know how he got the lyrics from somewhere. I don't know what happened. But it was like he knew what to say. He knew what the song was. He knew what the song meant. He knew what he, he, he knew what to say in the song. Okay, and the song, the energy I felt with the song, it meant something. Okay, all right. Just recently, a few weeks ago, I released a mix. Right, I wasn't too fond of the mix personally. You actually listened to the mix, and you told me that you loved how you felt when you heard the mix. Yes. Okay, that's my reward to me. <laughs> when somebody comes to me and say you love my mix, I love what I just did. Even if I don't catch it myself, I love that because at least in my heart, at least somebody's at least somebody enjoyed what I just did. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, like musicians will tell you they're not in it for the money, and that's true. They're not. Some are, but most of them are not. I damn sure am not. I, I would not mind it, <laughs> but I'm not yeah. in it for that. I'm in it to because I love what I'm doing. You, you're in it because you love what you do. Yep. Okay. So that that feeling you get, regardless of what you're in, when you make something that came from your own blood, sweat, tears, whatever came from it, and it means something to you and does something, regardless if it's like one play or a thousand plays or a million plays. Yep. Okay. I have I have songs that only got like a hundred plays that I, I love. That there's mixes that got like a thousand plays that I don't like too much. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of them because it, somebody listened. Yep. Okay. So, just like before, so when a musician makes something, however they make it, they make something, and they put finances into what they just made. Okay. It's not because oh I'm trying to rip you off. It's not because just to waste my time. No, it's because we want it. We want people to hear. What we just made out. We want you to feel what we feel when we made this song or yep. made this mix. Okay. And marketing and is crazy. Yes. Freaking hell. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to, yeah, because speaking of marketing, you know, I learned how to market from when I was in label, when I was in my label. Okay. Mm-hmm. What they will do is they don't, they didn't like the fact that you can only catch a song in one certain area of the internet. Okay. They they're they're fans of we want you to be able to hear it no matter where you look. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they taught me as to how to how to mass promote on multiple sites. Mm-hmm. So when I make so when I make a song, I can easily by myself release it in like six different sites at the same time. Like just like that. Just just on the drop of a dime, drop the song in six different places, okay? Now wow. I have six, six different stats I can look at right now as I as I please. Not just one. 
where it's like that one place can be taken down by SoundCloud or something, and boom, my entire track is gone. No, you can take it down on SoundCloud. Oh, I still got to follow the places. That's not a problem. Yeah. And and sorry, I'm sorry, Kachal. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, you brought up a lot of good points, and for me, this is I've had multiple bands, quote unquote, that I've wanted to start and have fallen mm-hmm. out. Wanted to start falling out. Now it just now that I found Olivia, my new guitar, um, it just feels like the right time. You know, I'm at a good point in my life where I'm juggling different things, yes, but at the same time, I can find the time to play it. And I'm getting ideas in my head. What I didn't have them before. It, it's kind of weird. If you're a musician... And you know you get that spark of a melody or something that goes into your head. It's unexplainable. Mm-hmm. But I'm finally getting it. And, yeah, it's it's going to be a little tough to kind of get everything together with what I want to do with it. But I'm looking forward to finally actually releasing my own music. Let me tell you something before we continue, okay? Mm-hmm. I, know that, I know that spark. I know that spark all too freaking well, Okay. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't get that spark at any point in time, okay? You'll only get that spark when it's the right time and right place for you to make it and release it, okay? Any song or mix that I make, it came from a spark. I never make it just cause. Always make it from a spark. Mm-hmm. If it feels right, I'm making it. If it doesn't feel right, I'm not releasing it, okay? So for you, I know you've been wanting to make music for years now. Mm-hmm. But that was the right time to do it. Okay. Like I said, I'm moving to Portland. I'm not moving to Portland just because I feel like it. Mm-hmm. That's not why at all. That's not even really close. The mm-hmm. literal only reason why I'm even going is to make DJ Loan of HD work because I want it to work. Mm-hmm. But where I'm at right now, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. It's, either, it's either I work at a, at a job I don't like or do nothing at all. I want DJ Loan of HD to work. So yeah. I'm going to Portland to make it work. It feels right to me. Yeah. I was in Oregon before. It didn't feel right. I was fighting and that, that didn't end well at all. Mm-hmm. Now it feels right to me. Now I was like, okay, let's go. Round two, let's do this. Yeah. Portland, that sounds like a fun town to be in. Oh, my freaking God. I could go on hours with that town. It's so beautiful. Oh, my God. When, when, you, when you get out there, you have to show me some things. <laughs> like via like yeah. Skype or whatever. Oh, you oh hmm, hmm. Once I get there, hmm. <laughs> I I was there. I only went there for two days, and all oh my freaking god, I, the the shit I did. Um, <laughs> that's not a problem, okay. But yeah. I felt that spark. Yep. Just like how you felt that spark, okay. I'm making a move. I'm making a jump and a move to do something that I never would normally do. I don't I don't do shit like this. I will move, don't get me wrong, but for other reasons. Not for this. This is new. It's a scary and this is new. Mm-hmm. I know for you this is very scary. This is new. You didn't expect to find Olivia just like that and boom you have a new guitar. Boom, you have a new mic. Boom, your computer's working perfectly fine. Yep. Boom, you're you got the spark to make music now. That didn't happen just because. Boom, I have a job that I absolutely love going to. Yes, it's oh. it, it has its downfalls. I'm not gonna go too too much into it, but I love going to work every day. Even on my worst days, I find something to love. See? So now you have the spark 
to make something from what you have but that you didn't have before and mind you you wasn't that far you're not that far off from where you was a year ago yeah that's the beauty of it right there it wasn't that far off and still you got a spark that will when you start to make your music it's gonna be beautiful that's the key thing i'm gonna love to watch right there it's gonna be beautiful to watch mm-hmm. and it's not just for him I'm talking for anybody who's, who, who's in the same situation you know that spark you know exactly what that spark is it, it comes out of nowhere it, it, it gets you by surprise and you you go from doing you're working your job whatever to i want to go into the studio and make this right now mm-hmm. i know that feeling <laughs> uh, so a lot of the songs uh, ideas that i've gotten to and it kind of, like it comes in what i call the fuckest place <laughs> uh, some of the songs and i previewed some of them with you have come when i've been in the shower and it's halfway through the shower, so, you know, I don't want to go – I have a really cool program that if I have – like, I took years and years of music. I just sometimes can't remember what note is which sometimes. So I have a – what's called, like, music memos or whatever app, and I just, you know, get the notes in my head like that and then go on to either, like, a tuner on here. It was This was before I had Olivia. But I would go in there and just play that and then be like, okay, this is the, the chord I want to use. And then I just start singing with it and it kind of goes from there. But it happens when you're – it happens for me when like I'm halfway through. It's like I want to rush and get out and, you know, go play it and not be like uh, Naked Rampage that I hear on so many like the stupid news sites that I like to visit, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to quote Paramore here. Um, this is off their song Last Hope, which for the longest time when I'm down, I listen to this song. It's a wonderful song to listen to, but it's just a spark, but it's enough to keep me going. And when it's dark out, no one's around. It keeps glowing. Very true. Very, very true. Because it's a... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Yeah, so... That that spark, you know, you get that spark, and it's 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 kind of hard to explain, but when you get it, you get it. That's that's what I can say. I do apologize if I'm jostling things around here. I have a whole bunch of sites up to kind of research and everything for that. So well, well, while you're getting organized, let me say this. Yep. Okay, that way you have a chance to get organized. Mm-hmm. Um, let me tell you what happened last year. Like not not, not like in musically. Um. If you see on my Facebook, I was going to make a project named Omega. I'm not going to explain what it's about. That That's for a later time. But my mindset earlier last year, mm-hmm. before I even came to Kansas, was I'm going to make Omega. Okay. It's going to be like this. Then have these artists. Then we'll do all these things. And I actually went out of my way, talked to everybody that I wanted on. I said, do you want to be on this? I'm doing blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. You too. I, everybody said yes. Okay. I then I get my place. I went from being homeless to no longer being homeless. In like a month, I lost my spark in music. I couldn't DJ for the life of me. Mm-hmm. I I sucked. I couldn't do any kind of music. I was I I was lost. I didn't know what to do. You know, and mind you, it wasn't like I wasn't trying. Oh, believe me, I was trying. I was really trying. I went and spent money and bought a new laptop. I I purchased Virtual DJ. And I actually tried and tried and tried. And, and mm-hmm. content did come out 
as me when I was while I was trying, but it wasn't the same quality as I as I normally could could produce. Mm-hmm. You know, and like it scared me because you gotta understand, music has been part of me my entire life. Mm-hmm. DJing came about like four years ago, and it's been a and basically it went from being a persona to like I am DJ Lone Wolf. This is a really separate thing. I am that's me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't really hide that. You know, so to go from hey I'm that to I don't know what I am anymore, it was a scary feeling, you know. And which led to me not being able to complete Omega. I I couldn't do Omega. It didn't feel right to me. I couldn't do it. Um, it took me, and this is some shit I don't reveal to anybody. So don't worry, I'm fine. But this actually did happen. Um, I was at this party on New Year's. Mm-hmm. I went there on a whim. Um, New Year's is not really the best of days for me, and you'll see why in a second here. I'm going to explain why. Mm-hmm. Um, earlier last year, I had plans that, um, and there's some people that's going to relate with this, that if I didn't make it somewhere by this time, I was going to end it on that day. Okay. Yes, that's what I mean by ending it. Like literally that. And for some reason, I was going to stay home and say to myself, but for some reason, my gut told me go to this party in the other side of town, fifty miles away. Okay. Just go. And I and I went. I went and I became and I got so busy. That my original plan was to do it at midnight. I was so busy, I forgot what midnight was. <laughs> <laughs> and I was laying down, staying the night because I couldn't go home because it was too dark and I don't drive at night. I get up and I realize, wait, it's this day. It's past this time. Da, da, da. And there was a person that was there that was just sleeping and she woke up knew, knew for some reason. And she asked me what, it was, what was wrong. And I explained to her, like, I'm this, you know, I lost my, my spark, I don't know what else to do. And she told me something that relates to me, that will relate to everybody who listening to listen to you as well. You may, there will be a time where you may lose what you think is a part of you. Think of it as a lesson, and it's a chance for you to evolve and become something greater, okay? Nothing happened just because. If it was time for you to go, you would not be here. You would have been done. But if you're still here, and if you're still getting that spark, then you're supposed to continue. Okay? Because the spark will still pop up from here and there, but I couldn't get the nerve to, to continue. She told me that you have that spark because that is what you are. You are the you are a DJ. Just like people listening, you are a singer, you are a painter, you are a dancer, you are a this, you are a that. That's what you are. And if you wasn't supposed to be that, you would not have that skill. You would not have that spark. It wasn't time for you to go yet. And for some freaking reason, after that night, I came home and I went from not knowing what to do to where, hey, I want to make 15 albums now. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did, but <laughs> <laughs> um, to the point where 
I guess it's like a reveal, I guess. I am still going to make Omega. I'm not sure how I'm going to do it, though. I'm going to make Omega. I'm making a project beforehand as a practice run to make sure I'm able to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm releasing more content. I'm still going. I'm still doing this. And as you can, as you heard early in the podcast, I am going to make a move that I don't normally do for those reasons. So that spark you may get that comes out of nowhere that will that will still keep you going even though when it's very bleak. Keep getting that spark. Keep going. Yes. If it was time for you to to be done, you would have been done. That spark is there for a reason. That is what you are. That what makes you you. When you get that spark, listen to that spark, and make what comes to mind. If you gotta write it down and wait till you get home and make it, fine, fuck it, do it. Like I said earlier, I have my little things here and there to kind of just record. Even if, like, right now I'm I'm learning to, with my YouTube, I'm actually accepting how my voice sounds. I'm able to edit myself, you know, critique myself better. I still haven't heard when I sound like um, recorded singing. But I hear that I'm good, so I, I hear what you're saying with that. You know, write it down, do that. And one other thing, one of the quotes I have at my desk at work that's so poignant to me is if you ever feel like giving up, remember why you held on so long. And you want to know who oh. who said that? Who? Oh. Haley Williams. <laughs> and you know as well as everybody that that woman's voice was the, the yeah. spark at the time to get me into yes. music. Mm-hmm. So... My, my spark was so... Com- no, it wasn't so music. It was actually... Gospel music. Oh. That's what nobody knows. It's gospel music. Not just any gospel music. That's the key thing. You know, it's a specific kind. Mm-hmm. It's in the Caribbean. They use their rhythm, their beats mm-hmm. to make it sound a lot better. Okay? I'm not a Christian. It's nothing like that. But the way they make their songs down there mm-hmm. makes any song sound so much better. Oh my God. <laughs> and my guardian used to sing those songs all the time mm-hmm. okay and actually like recently i found a video about this musician that sung all her songs that she knew and like i'm sitting here and i know every single verse verbatim and i know how to sing it and i can hit the notes and i'm not a singer and i'm not singing it now but <laughs> i can still hit the notes at that point in time because i was in the i was in the mindset to do it mm-hmm. okay that spark that you get, it will surprise you. Don't lose that spark. No. And like you said earlier, if you feel like you lost a spark, take a break. It's okay to take a break. And then, you know, it'll help refresh your brain. I've I found that, you know, going to the gym has helped really refresh my brain. You know, years ago, I lost a spark for it. But now that I've been going like three times a week, it's you know become a um some routine for me, mm-hmm. but I found that it's it's been helpful. But continue uh, with that the spark idea, new music. Um, Lincoln Park has come out with a new song, and they talked about their new album. It's going to be entitled "One More Light." Um, 
It's their seven seventh. Yeah, I almost read it as seventeenth. Seventh. Um, I love the artwork on it. Uh, did you get a it, chance to look at the artwork? Yes, I did. It is quite beautiful, though. It is very beautiful. I'm not sure if the new song has won me over yet. Why say that, though? There's, I'm not the biggest fan of Linkin Park, but there's a certain thing I get from Linkin Park. Like a certain mood that I get from them. This just didn't yeah. do that for me. But that's not saying it's a bad song. There's some really good vocal work. I love, you know, the there's like faces morphing in like the, the lyric video or what, the video that they had for that. It just didn't catch me at first. And that's kind of rare for me to say when a song doesn't catch me. Only a song should catch you is not really a song. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was about it, honestly. Uh, uh, I've taken over a little bit too, too much. Do you have anything on your end that you want to talk about? Any new music you want to talk about? Um, I was trying to figure that shit out as I spoke. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, okay. it's okay if you don't. I have another, another thing we could talk about. I do, but I forgot. So go ahead. I'm gonna remember it later on the podcast. <laughs> So Paris, um, Paris um, is one band that. How can I describe why I like them? It, through recommendations through friends, I find a lot of music, and something just caught my ear when I listened to them. And honestly, Paris's White Noise is one of the best sounding records of my collection. When I know I want a really good sounding record just sonically and just the mood that I'm in, the way I want to hear things, I pop that on. And, you know, they're not necessarily the happiest of bands. Uh, they, they just completed their new album, and um, Lynn, the, the main singer, she said that it's not going to be hopeful and it's not going to be optimistic at all. But they never were. It's, it's really hard to describe, but I am... I'm looking – this is the one one of the ones that I'm looking really forward to because White Noise, I talk about it with my friend all the time, and um, I'm really excited for that one. And another one I'm excited for is um, Jay Jardine of We Are The In Crowd. We Are The In Crowd being one band that I really like to talk with with one of my other best friends. Uh, she is working on a new solo project called Saint. And that's S-A-I-N-T-E. And I heard it on uh, Technicolor recently. It's completely different from the way it was, the way she was. But remember, we we're talking about that spark that we had earlier. The spark that she had in this music with what she wants to do. I'm fully behind it. I support it. And it's just one of those ones that kind of, you know, sub subvertly hit my head. And I pull it out every once in a while. You know, when I'm humming a melody or something, it's it's kind of crazy like that. Have you seen the movie Inside Out? Uh, uh, a few clips, not the full thing, though. Well, I'm not going to give too, too much away, but there's this really funny, like, running joke where they basically, um, you know those earworm songs that you have in your head? Like the yes. earworm song? What happens with an earworm song? Like, there are these guys that are, like, cleaning up some older memories. Yeah. 
and they say, oh, yeah, I love this one. Sometimes we send up to headquarters just to mess with them. And, like, throughout the movie, every once in a while, you see, like, this song pop up, and they're like, why? <laughs> so it's, it's kind of like that one for me. But, um, yeah, it, there's a lot of new music, so I'm going to, like, try to breeze over s- some of it, too. Uh, the Somerset released a new movie music video, and seriously, this is, you know, what pushes, you know, that boundary of music video and what's a normal movie. I was blown away by this. Like, I, I literally sat there after, you know, the video ended, and I had to process what I watched. And there was only one other time I had to do that. Mm-hmm. And that was when I was, like, 14. So there was only one other time I can remember that feeling of just being sitting back there and being kind of blown away by a music video. Uh, did Did you have a chance to take a look at it? No, that I have not. No, so I'm gonna need a link when we're done recording. So. Yeah, yeah, you'll definitely have to check that out when we're done here. Um, a few more things. Newfound Glory came up with a new song, and they're coming out with a new album, which the vinyl actually looks pretty cool for. We have <laughs> Amy Lee. Uh, of those of you who do not know her, shame on you. <laughs> Amy Lee is the singer for Evanescence. You should know that if you're a rock fan. <laughs> she came out with a new song. She actually did a whole um, children's album. And back when it was on Amazon Prime, because uh, I have Prime, not Prime Unlimited, but just normal Prime, it was really good. And I liked some children's music from time to time. I listened to Rockabye Baby, which is like rendition, lullaby renditions of like Metallica and stuff. They even have one for Kanye West. Well, think about that. Lullaby songs in the style of Kanye West. Some of his music. Uh, that's not going to be the cleanest of all songs, but sure, it's, why not? It's just melodic. It. It's just melodies. That's it. I didn't even know that that, that dude has a freaking melody. He always switches up his style, so I didn't know <laughs> what to go with that. <laughs> So he has a melody. Sure, what the fuck is it? Are we talking classic Kanye? We're talking Yeezy Kanye? Like, which Kanye are you talking about here? Let me look it up here real quick. Goddamn. What were my renditions of Kanye West? Okay, here's here's the set list. Good morning, Gold Digger Stronger. Good life, heartless, touch the sky. Jesus walks, all falls down. Love locked down through the wire. Hey, mama, and homecoming. I know by two of those songs, they're the cleanest of all songs. So okay, fine. No, it's literally just kind of like ding, 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 ding. Like you know, just it's a lullaby type song. So they're not gonna like, you know, hey kid, I go to fuck to sleep. <laughs> Uh, Passion Pit has unveiled a third new song. I haven't had a chance to listen to that just yet, but new Passion Pit coming out. They're doing a side project, too. Uh, I haven't had a chance to, but Incubus dropped a new song, and they're going to be doing some, you know, new music with that. Roger Waters, uh, you know, he left Pink Floyd and did his own thing, but um, he's dropping some new music, too. 
uh, he said that a new soul album is in, you know, it's, uh, I think it's called This Is The Life We Really Want. So that's new stuff. Ryan Adams has come out with a new album, Prisoner. I have listened to that, and I almost bought that album my last trip to the record store. But I was perusing through the metal section, and there was a band that I noticed it was there, and I just decided to pick that one. Uh, it's a band called Opeth. Uh, in my very early days of record collecting, uh, I had Zeppelin on the list. I had Temple of the Dog on the list. And I had Opeth on the list. And Opeth was one of the last ones to finally make the list for me to go grab one. And I I talk about that in my uh, latest YouTube video. Not the one that is rendering while we're talking here, but the one that I've already put up. And you've seen it. You saw how beautiful that was. Yes, yes, I did. And that's one of those ones where the uh, the jacket, the medium itself, and the music match perfectly. Like my goodness, it was a white and gray split album, and I have played that, and it is fantastic. I don't know what it is about those split albums, but they they're the best sounding ones in my collection. I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Uh, a few more things here on the new music scale Seether, one of my favorite bands um, I had for the longest time in a um, semi-nice kind of frame uh, my signed Seether shirt I got to meet them when they played the Luau and actually it's like right to the right of me um, in this semi-room recording studio that I'm in uh, I call it a recording studio. It's not really. It's recording studio for my videos slash photography slash storage slash whatever the hell the room this is. But I met them and it was kind of cool. They're one of my favorite bands. Um, and I say that a lot, but when I think back to the early days when I was listening to music, see, there was one of those bands. And um, they decided to drop a new song and... Um, a new album it's called poison the parish and i have not looked at the new album artwork just yet i'm looking at it right now and oh my gosh i am so excited for this album i heard the new i heard the new song it's fantastic like it's one of their heaviest songs and it's just absolutely fantastic i cannot praise that song enough uh you need to definitely take a listen to that after we're done here i will I definitely will. Now, I will tell you, do not get scared by the music video. It's going to be a little weird, okay? I have to say that a lot, because <laughs> I think I need to make this my solo cast. Heavy rock and um, metal can be, with the imagery the way it is, it can be scary a little bit for those who are not that well-versed in it. So that's why I give you that caveat with that okay okay i will a few more things here on the rock side of things loudwire which is another one of the sites that i go on has now put up their most anticipated albums of 2017 uh tool they put it on there but of course they put that on every damn year it's been been like 11 years since 10,000 days and they've been you know questioning that you know it's it's kind of like you know they say they're in the studio they say they're not they say they're in the studio they say they're not so 
as a Tool fan, it's kind of like a big middle finger to you, but that's just the way they are. You know, they're not on any streaming services. Uh, they rarely put their things out there. The last thing, the medium that they were there digitally was Guitar Hero Metallica. And that's like the only game they gave their blessing to. And they, they, they feel that, and I'm behind this too, um, you should listen to their album fully and not chop it up into singles and like only one song. You should sit there and listen to what they have to say with the album, listen to everything. And I'm not going to go too, too much into that. I can go on a three and a half hour rant on that. Then they should make a mix like I would normally do as a DJ release as one long as MP3 so that way they can cut it up. You know what? One of the songs that I listen to from Opath is 20 minutes long. I mean, I have to mix earlier today, so I'm just saying, not, not like it's impossible. It's definitely doable. Uh, Mastodon is releasing Emperor of Sand on March 31st. Uh, that's that's kind of cool. Uh, Ravenstein say they're actually in the uh, the studio. They didn't release anything. But uh, they made some, you know, festival appearances last year. So new Ramenstein, Stone Sour's uh, hollow grad Corey Taylor is, as you know, one of the busiest men in metal. Uh, he just went on tour with Slipknot. You know, he's doing a whole bunch of different things. So I'm looking forward to a new Stone Sour record because I love the melodic, the way he sings melodically. Not saying that I don't like when he goes, you know. But, um, yeah, so New Stone Sour, System of a Down, uh, possibly. They posted clips of some re- of rehearsal footage. Perfect Circle. Yeah, again, another, you know, one of those side projects. It's Maynard James Keenan. It's, you know, it's his side project from Tool. So who knows what the way he is. And that, that's saying, you know, something, you know, he's kind of kooking out there. Five Finger Death Punch, uh, <laughs> you know the crazy stuff that's been going on. I feel really bad for Ivan. You know, he's not been doing too hot mentally lately. Uh, so, I don't pay attention that much to so what, what's been happening. Uh, he's been not too nice on stage, and he's not normally that nice, but he's had a couple of meltdowns late, lately. So it's, you know, they're worried about him. So they've actually had to cancel shows because of the way he's been acting. They're really worried about him. That's all I really got on that one. Uh, Black Veil Rides. Black Veil Brides. Alice in Chains. Um, You know, it could possibly be something coming out. They've been hitting at it. Okay. Most polarizing band. Do not kill me. I'm just stating the fact, okay? I am okay. just stating the fact. Nickelback. The fuck? Do not. Uh, you don't know about Nickelback? You're I do Nickelback? know. I do know. I do know who Nickelback is. I'm not that. I'm no. I'm not that dumb. I'm just saying. Uh, it's the uh, the meme is you're supposed to hate on Nickelback. <laughs> I'm not going to. Give my too too much opinions. I listen to their music, and that's all I'm gonna say. Of course, we're talking about Lincoln Park. Possibly Nine Inch Nails. Who knows? Judas Priest. Possibly. King Diamond. Possibly. We already talked about Papa Roach. We don't know um, exactly when, but they're turning 20 years old. 
2017. Which like is the crazy. band. The band. The band yeah. is 20 years old. Oh, okay. I'm about to say, like, I'm about to say that I'm fucking young. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, uh, Marilyn okay. Manson, Say 10. Who knows? Uh, Emulations, mm. Atonement's coming out February 24th. Ooh, it came out recently. Soundgarden, possibly back in the studio. Uh, Steel Panther, March 24th, Lower the Bar. Immortal, don't know yet. Shinedown, don't know yet. In this moment, could be having a new one. Um, they said that they would like to do it. They wanted to do it 2016, early 2017. It's about damn time. You need to put out a new album. Now, you can do whatever you want. You know, do it on your schedule. You know, I'm just here to listen to music. Uh, Incubus as well. Morbid Angel. Uh, Body Count is coming out with one, which is kind of crazy. Uh, Deep Purple with Arms to the Sun is coming out. See, there, of course, we talked about. Ooh, possibly new Offspring. Hmm. X Japan, St. Estonia. St. Estonia is really good. Possible new Three Days Grace. Who knows? I'm seeing them in May. They could pop out some new music. Hailstorm. Of course, they tour a lot, so who knows if they'll be back in the studio again. All That Remains is coming out with their new uh, LP Madness eventually. 30 Seconds to Mars, maybe. And then Zach De La Rocha. So that's all I got. On semi-rock side of things, uh, there's some few crazy things that have happened overall that are semi-music related but not new music related uh do you have anything on your end uh well not like in that capacity (laughs) (laughs) so let's move on uh paramore you everybody knows that my band is paramore yes and uh i talk about some of the turmoil that the band went through when the Farrell brothers left. And for the longest time I was angry at them, but then, you know, it only took me about a year to kind of forgive them with that. Cause I can understand where they were coming from with it. And, you know, Josh said he wasn't going to be going back into music. He has a new thing that's coming out. I want to hear that. Zach went in and started doing half noise. And then, you know, the self-titled album comes out and like, Oh yeah, I love it. Cause it's, you know, it's, it's different. Then Jeremy leaves, and I'm like, oh, am I going to lose my favorite band? And then Zach comes back, just for capacity for the album. But then, you know, there's this shirt that decides to pop up that says, huh, I'm back. Yeah, I saw that shit. I saw that shit, actually. And I was like, wait a minute. You got to shit me. And it said Zach is back, and I'm like, it's like the it's like the Hallelujah Chorus came back because I really want I wanted the band to work for for Taylor and Haley, you know they've been almost the core of the band for so many years. I wanted it to continue, and wanted it to move on, and now that Zach was back in the band permanently, and then you had Justin, his brother, you know Justin York going in and being a semi official member. So I'm looking forward to this new album. I already have at least 35 ish saved for it. You'll know me. I'm going to want to get the vinyl package. But, and they said they're touring this year. They confirmed on Instagram that they're touring. Uh, recently, people have been prodding Haley on Twitter to see if it's how much is done. And when Brand New Eyes came out, one of the funniest things she said is, 
when is it going to be coming out? And she just said one word. One single solitary word. Do you know when that you know what that word is? What? Soon. <laughs> and after she said that, it took like three or four friggin' months. So normally when I ask somebody, you know, when you say soon, I say, on a scale of one to Haley Williams, how soon is your soon? But I'm I'm so happy, and me and the same friend that I talked about earlier who got me into Paris and all that, we have a uh, we have a little joking. Some people call it five more, but for me, it's um part two. And there's a song on um, the self-titled album called Part Two, which is Let the Flames Begin Part Two. But I I'm I'm calling early. My prediction here is that they pull a um. They pull a Led Zeppelin. Houses of the Holy is the name of an album, right? Houses of the Holy is not even a song on the album Houses of the Holy. It was on Physical Graffiti, the album before it. If I remember correctly. Yes, I do. <laughs> but, no, because I, I had to think back because I, you know, I categorized my vinyl records in like the chronological order that the album came out. I was like... Did I have that right? Yeah, but I, I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call them pulling Led Zeppelin part two, and I'm not gonna call them pulling out a surprise drop like Avenged Sevenfold did, which I thought was fantastic. You know, Avenged Sevenfold dropping their album just randomly, and one more little bone to pick. Do you mind if I go on a little tangent? Sure, go right ahead. What the label did with Avenged Sevenfold is fucking stupid. <laughs> they left their label, right? And they go on to, for the stage, they, they're on a new label, right? So the mm-hmm. label says, well, you guys are going to go, okay, you guys are, you know, okay, let's release a, uh, uh, we're going to release a greatest hits, okay? Let's release a greatest hits. Oh, oh, you guys want some input? No, you want some input? Fuck you. They had no input to what songs were going to be put on that compilation. And I saw that compilation when I was going to go by my, uh, by my Opath. They also had a very early album of theirs. Uh, the one that was like the, the bell tolls, it was really hard fuzzy for me. But one of the very early events, several outs. And I looked at that, raised hits, and I thought, some stupid sheep of a person is going to buy that. And they're supporting the, the label that is screwing them over because they didn't actually have any say into what songs were in that compilation at all. The only reason I would buy that is they say they have some early stuff. The only reason I'll buy that is not because I want to support that damn label. It's because I might want to hear some of that early stuff. And that is the dilemma. You know, do I support the band or do I want the early stuff? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I I almost – I secretly, when no one was looking, stuck a middle finger up at it. I thought of the most metal thing I could to do at that moment. Because I'm like, well, I can't control if someone else wants to buy it, but I'm sure as hell I ain't buying it. <laughs> at least you're saying up to something, you know? Like, people nowadays, like, me, there's a reason why when I was in Land, I told Quantrell, the owner, from the get-go before I even said I'm joining, I have free control of my music. I have full creative control of what I make. Good. If you're not okay with that, I enjoy it. 
And he was like, good, because that's why I wanted to. I understand, you know, people join labels because they give you a boost and they have resources that you don't. But in this day and age, yeah. you don't need them anymore. Like, for example, I'm, I'm going to give you the quickest breakdown before we go into the Grammys, okay? okay. Um, let's say I'm releasing an album and I'm, I'm AB album, right? Okay. I can go get the equipment myself and learn how to mix, learn how to master, mm-hmm. get it done in a month, right? Yeah. Okay. I can plan out myself how to market that, market it. Okay. Let's keep it strictly digital. Okay. Okay. I can use TuneCore and get it on iTunes, on Apple Music, on Title, all of them sites, right? Okay. okay. So now I'm getting, now I'm getting streaming costs. Cool. Um, copyright my name. Publish my name. Okay, boom. All right, cool. Now it's being published in my name, okay? Okay. I can, I can personally release it, okay? I, I can start making revenue from that, from album sales and streaming costs, right? Okay. And then from that, I can go and and get a manager if I really need one and start booking shows that way. Boom, now I'm making money from, from shows, okay? okay? And then from there, I can go and build my own tour, and then boom, I'm going, I'm going on tour. I don't necessarily need a a label to do that. Yes, a label can make it easier and they can do it for you. But if you know what you're doing and you get the right answers, you can do it all yourself or with the right team of independent people. That's the key thing. I know exactly what you're talking about. We are almost there to the Grammys. There's just a few more things I'd like to cover, okay? Okay. We're going to talk about some what-the-fuck news. I didn't think we'd have to say what the fuck is wrong with you on this, but um, Nash, I'm not stealing this. I'm just saying. Uh, There's a band called Get Scared or Get Scarred. If I'm butchering it, I'm sorry. The former vocalist has actually been arrested on child porn charges. Like a bitch. Yeah. A detective received information that someone operating a device located in his home was sharing files that contained child porn. Okay. I don't care <laughs> what band you're in, what status you're in, child porn's wrong. I'm just saying. That's that's we're not gonna go into that. That that's a whole nother podcast that doesn't even need to be here, but come on, man. <laughs> I fuck hell, you dumb idiot. Like, there's not enough porn online for you to go look up and go touch yourself to and be good? Really? Hey, there, there are fetishes out there, but that's just one you stay the fuck away from. Because like, that's going to land you in jail. Really quickly. Really quickly. Like, 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 really, like, I'm talking, we're breaking world records here. Really quickly. Okay. Like, shit, come on now. Like, bruh. Like, 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 there's a site called FetLife for a reason, you know. Like, like, go on FetLife and just scroll. You'll see something you'll like. I promise you, you'll see something you like. If you don't, then, then, well, damn, you suck. But still, um, uh, just, just child porn. Just no, no, no. Fuck you, no. Yeah, I agree. Fuck you. That too. But still, no. <laughs> and also, I, and I'm going to do the stereotype here. I hope that uh, you do not get into one of those prison relationships and uh, you don't become somebody's bitch. Because no one's going to want to touch the child porn guy. 
I wish I could say that, but I was a prison guard, so I've seen some shit, and then, yeah. I'm just the, if, if, Well, yeah, I, I get that, but... Uh, uh, <laughs> and with that, we should move on to the next story. Uh, Guns N' Roses accidentally called out the wrong name of the city they were in. Really? Really? They're just trying to have beef with everybody in the city. Why don't you? Shit. The band's announcer, Mick Bob, yelled out Sydney just before they came on stage in Melbourne. <laughs> How do you get that wrong? Somebody's getting fired. Ah, uh, hmm. Speaking of somebody... Suppose... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Speaking of somebody else might be, get fired, um, the Dillinger escape plan was involved in a nasty bus crash. Thank goodness band members were not seriously hurt. I don't think anybody was seriously hurt, but um, 13 people were injured after a truck hit the band's tour bus. It was on, you know, parked on the road and part of the shoulder, I guess it was disabled. But I'm hoping they're okay. Ooh. Ooh, I, I just saw a picture of the crash. Hope everybody was okay with that. The only reason I wanted to cover that was it was a band, of course. Uh, the White Stripes was um, there. Some of their music was pulled off of Spotify for some reason, and people were freaking the fuck out. People were like, "Oh, Jack, what are you doing? Are you pulling this? Are you gonna go full title? What's going on?" You know, I don't know what's going on. Um. A representative of Thermian Records uh, said it's simply result of a technical snafu with uh, the distribution partner. Again, we were talking about distribution earlier, so semi-related. Mm. Uh, Pink Floyd. Roger Waters and Nick Mason said, you know what, it might actually be fun to do one Pink Floyd final concert. So that might be fun to see. Uh, Josh Dunn actually has his own uh, drumsticks now. I've seen them. I actually want a pair of them. I actually have a pro pair of drumsticks, and that might actually be nice to add to the collection. Hmm. Okay. And one last thing before. We actually have some Record Store Day news. This early in the year. Yes. So Dogfish Head, which is the beer that uh, is supposed to be for vinyl drinkers. I mean, vinyl drinkers. The beer that you're supposed to listen to while you're listening to Vinyl Records. Uh, I've had some. Fantastic beer, by the way. Uh, They're doing a crossover with the Crosley people, doing a Crosley Cruiser, which is kind of cool. This year marks the 10th anniversary of Record Store Day, so I'm hoping the list, which I hear rumors that, uh, a lot of rumors that are leading me to believe it's on the first that the list is going to drop. Um I think it might drop early for those owners so they can get their lists going and then it drops to the general public. But it leads me to believe the first month, which is next week, the first of the month, geez, it peets, it's March soon. The first of the month is going to be when that drops. Anywhere in that first week, I think it's going to drop. So uh, if you want to, we can do a secondary episode with that or I can just cover it myself. Uh, For that, you cover yourself on that one because I have other shit to cover on that that period of time. Okay, so I'll do a solo cast on that one. Um, I'll still send you the list because I want to know your thoughts on it. But, yeah, I'll cover that myself. St. Vincent is our Record Store Day ambassador in an absolutely hilarious video. 
And um, I'm not going to give too, too much away, but you'll have more reason to actually hate your smartphones. I really doubt that, but sure, it'll be a guess. <laughs> uh, Jason Isbell is doing a, a covers EP, and he's recording it live and then having it cut and uh, pressed. That I think that same day or close to that same day, which is uh, kind of cool. Dolly Parton's Puppy Love, which uh, was one of her first songs, is getting re-released. And then Black Angels is getting the uh, Record Store Day first release. And I've explained that before, but for those listeners who don't know, Record Store Day first release is something that's going to be released later, but there's a special version that's released on Record Store Day itself. So it's going to be eventually, you know, released and done there. One last piece of news. And then we move on to what we're supposed to talk about. An hour and a half later, we're finally talking about the Grammys. You see? <laughs> you see how much news we had to cover? Normally, we'd be done in like a half hour and we'd be talking our thing here. But anyway, so speaking to Jack White, talking about him earlier, uh, you know that he has Sternman Records that was first put into Nashville, right? Mm-hmm. And he's been using United Record Pressing for a while. But there's been a lot of strain, especially with Record Store Day and just overall major labels wanting to repress because, you know, there's a resurgence. Well, there's actual demand for new factories. And Jack White took the plunge and he there's actual new presses coming out. There's new technology for presses, which is kind of nice because the way it used to be was you had to go with the old presses and there's some new ones coming out. So Jack White took the plunge. Uh, he opened up a you know a store in Detroit and behind that store, he actually has his own plant now. It opened up actually today on uh, February the 26th. I wish I could have been there. There was some white stripe stuff that was exclusive for that day that we're pressing, which I don't mind if I don't get it. But I think I may have a new city to go to because what's kind of nice is they're supposed to be doing tours. And there's an actual platform that you can go and watch it being pressed. So you can actually go there, watch being pressed, and order it directly from that area that was it was being pressed now from my understanding from some of the videos that i've watched it takes a whole day for that record to actually cool off but it's kind of nice to actually be able to kind of pre-order it while you're there wait for it and then actually get it that was their thought process behind that and you know some of the they were doing some early tours and jack said he wasn't actually in this for the competition he wanted it so and he's he's not like saying F you to the major labels or anything. He wanted it so that those smaller labels, if they wanted to do some pressings or limited runs, and like the independent artists can actually have a chance to get their things pressed. Uh, if you're familiar, um, semi-familiar, which I am, but I'll explain it here, uh, both at Third Man Records in Detroit and in um, Nashville have a recording room. And they've done, you know, back at the the Blue Room, for example, a live record album. But um, you can actually record your music there and ha- mm-hmm. live and have it, you know, the, the lathe that cuts, you know, the press, the, the plates that press it. You can have it, re- you can record live right there, have the lathe cut that same day, and then have your own 10-inch pressed. You pay, you'd probably pay out the ass for it, which I wouldn't mind because, well, you know, the production value is high on that and it's parts and labor and all that stuff. But you can actually have, like, let's just say my band, which I'm not going to name just yet because I'm going to do a reveal for that. You know the name of the band, but 
uh, let's just say I find, you know, get everything together with that. We decide to go take a trip to Detroit or Nashville. We can record a live EP with that and have it pressed right there just as soon as we're done playing that session. How cool is that? That's actually pretty cool. That could be used in a way to make the market your album. Like think of it like as a like a pop up thing and like okay, or the albums now you get your albums tomorrow. Like, or your albums online, make it tonight, you'll get yours tomorrow. As a pop up shop with other merchandise in like the middle of the city. I can see it being done like that. Yeah, I'm gonna paraphrase from Consequence Sound. A viewing platform is gonna be open to the public once, you know, the facility is open, with full tours available later in the year. And it's available there's a few things that are available only on that day, of course, but um you know, I think it'd just be cool just to go visit it, just to say I visited a factory. Even if I just get to go to the platform and I couldn't make it to the one month that they decided to do you know, they're doing about like once a month for a tour. Mm-hmm. Even if I happen to to just go there just to look at it, that'd be cool. Well hmm, okay. Final piece of news. A uh, question for you: Are you seeing anybody live, like going to any concerts or anything? Um, fuck. I'm trying to go see J. Cole in June before I go to Portland. And that'll be a cool concert. Um, I am seeing. Oh, uh, when is it? In a little less than two weeks, I'm seeing a band called Overkill. They are a 1980s speed slash thrash metal band. I have not been to one of those concerts in a long time. Really? Yes. Ain't like the kind that had the mosh pits going crazy and everything and all all type of shit? They're some of the pioneers of that stuff, yes. Hmm. I can recommend Eliminate. I can recommend a couple of songs from Ironbound. And, oh, what was the new song I heard earlier today? Yay for Shazam. You ever use Shazam? Yes, I do. I'm going to go to my Shazam and pull up the song. Eliminate, I've said there. Let me find it. The Wheel. The song is called The Wheel by Overkill. You you have to buy it. It's not on, like, YouTube or anything. Not that I've seen but my goodness, that's a really good song. They're a little more melodic now than they were. They're still heavy on the speed guitar and all that stuff. So I'm very excited to be at that show. It's at the Norva. Uh, you haven't been there, have you? Uh, I think you took me. We saw the show we went to is at the Ted Constant Center. Okay, then no, no, I haven't. Okay, think of the Ted Constant Center, but smaller, only like 1,500 people. But the sound is fantastic. It's a small venue, which is kind of nice. Um, the one cool thing is Prince did a three-day stint there. And legend has it that uh, there was some cool, like a cool hot tub party happened. There's rumors that there's a hot tub and Prince used it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of cool. Some people say they talk about that. So, anyway, now we are finally, uh, like, three and a half hours later, on to the Grammys. Hour and a half. (laughs) 
Okay, so overall, what did you think? <sighs> okay, let's stop. <laughs> uh, Let, hang on. <clears throat> <laughs> like, these niggas, let me stop. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, all right, all right. I got some shit to talk about. <laughs> um, let's see. Where do I start? It wasn't that funny, to be honest with you. Um, I do like the fact that they give that they gave independent artists like Chance the Rapper a chance to review their music and actually win it. You know, I so I love the fact that be more diverse. Hmm? I love that too. Yes. Um, it's the. It feels like it's getting a little stale, honestly. Yeah. Like I feel like they need to switch up a little bit. I think they need to switch it up and do something new next year. So that way it stays fresh and like, hey, I want to watch it now. Because I'm like, no, I don't want to watch it. No, I'll just see the news and just see what happens, you know? Yeah. Uh, some of the stuff for me, like when Paramore won their album, they didn't yes. actually get to be on the lot. They didn't actually go because they, they weren't even going to announce their category on the live show. Mm-hmm. Um, it, traditionally with the Grammys, they actually have it like across the street another area a bunch of the other ones that are not shown on the actual um live broadcast they go through like best dance recording and uh best dance electronic album instrumental album best rock performance best I metal see- performance yeah i see all these other categories i'm like where did all this shit come from you gotta watch the pre-show that's all watch- pre-show I never watched free show. I had no idea those even existed. It, it's it's a, it could be a snore fest, but one of the best things that I've ever heard was um, I forget who won that year, but it was for best alternative, right? And um, they said, oh, pardon me, there. They said, um, well, I want to thank all the artists for being uh, normal, so we can have a best alternative category. <laughs> it's that kind of stuff that you don't get to see in the live show. Like, Cage the Elephant winning for um, Tell Me I'm Pretty. You didn't get to see that. You didn't get to see Bowie win most of his awards. Oh, I know. I know. I That's the thing. I, I didn't even know B- Bowie even won until after the show. And I looked. I was like, oh, wait. He won, like, five of these bitches? What the hell? Yeah. Black Star's amazing. I love Black Star. It's he's one of the best swan songs I've ever heard. That's a song I want to do something with. But anyway. <laughs> you know what swan song, swan song is, right? Yes, I do. I'm very happy Marin Morris won for Best Country Solo Performance. I'm so very happy for all the awards she won. And for me, you know, I'm not knocking country. It's just not my forte. But for me, Marin Morris is so amazing as a country artist. And I was so happy for her to win. You know, I want I want Reba to win another Grammy. You know, amen to that. Just, just, just win another Grammy. Just, just amuse me because I've been, I've been getting to country lately mm-hmm. because I live in Kansas and because I live in Kansas, so there's like three country stations in Kansas. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I plus there's there's no hip hop stations at all where I live at. I, I've looked. There's none. I'm like, what the fuck? So you might want to talk like, to one of the communications people. You're not going to be there that too much longer. But you could talk to the communications people and be like, 
hey, we don't have a hip-hop station here. There might be a demand for it. What do you think? That's what I'm saying, but but my lazy ass is like I'm a, I'm leaving before, but I'm leaving before the fall, so I really don't care anymore. Yep. There's there's like two of them in Portland, so I'm cool. I, that's that's ski thing, so mm-hmm. I ain't to worry about that. But either I'm just way, going to the categories um, right here. It's like, when was this on? When was this on? When was this on? Oh yeah, it's all pre-show. See what I'm saying? Yep. So overall, uh, you're right. It was meh, you know. Some really good performances, but just overall meh. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I say it's getting stale because you know, like the top music I listen to, Soka. You know, mm-hmm. if you go see one of their performances and like the higher, like the high, the more high tempo songs that I, which the makes I just released, that's what I did. Mm-hmm. Um. One of their songs and see their performances, shit. <laughs> They're going from one end of the stadium to the other end of the stadium and back again, jumping into the crowd, coming back at the crowd. There's no mosh pit, but everybody is doing something in there. I'm not sure what, but doing something in some capacity. Where like oh, the energy I'm, is just kind of like you're just jumping around, moving around, moving with the music. Pretty much, and just just their version of music. A moving involves running and jumping and a whole lot of things. You're, you're losing weight, basically. You're gonna lose some weight. Yeah. You will lose some weight. So that's what I'm saying. Like you go to a, you go to one stale. of those concerts, you will lose some weight, whether you like it or not. Damn it! <laughs> like the the Owl Nation and the Twenty One Pilots concert I went to. I lost like five pounds that night, and I was in a fucking freaking mosh pit. I, I even was do not much. expecting Owl Nation to be that heavy, to be completely honest. But oh, speaking of Twenty One Pilots. We got to see them before they got big, which That's is kind of crazy. I know. It hit me, too, when I saw them winning, winning this shit. I'm like, wait a minute. Didn't I see them like when a few years ago? Kinda, when, um, yeah, when Holding On To You was just kind of getting big on the radio is when they played it. And some people, yeah. some people, the bitches that had the comments and had the fucking nerve to say that was the worst homecoming concert when it was the sold-out homecoming concert. Fuck. Yes. You. <laughs> Don't you dare talk bad about AWOL Nation and 21 Pilots when they have such good tenacity, such good writing, such good stuff. Just because it's not your forte doesn't mean you can bash on somebody else for liking that. Right? And that's I didn't expect it to be that good. Yeah. That was surprising me the most. I'm like, expecting it to be shitty because I'm like, I've never been to a concert before, ever, before then. So I'm like, I know what to expect. So when this shit started and I'm over here dancing, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know what's going on. I was so happy when they they played Screen. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I cannot. You know that song, right? You you listened to their album, right? Yes. Screen. I was so happy when when they were playing Screen. I I literally had to make a noise about that and the lady who was taking pictures for the concert looked back at me weird and said looked like okay like i was <laughs> like really or not like that it was just kind of like oh okay like she didn't even know who it was and for me that was like i really wanted to see them that's what's you know crazy about music is how much you can love it and 21 pilots okay uh, someone was asleep in the house, right? While we were watching the Grammys. Mm. When Paramore won, I screamed. 
When 21 Pilots won, I actually jumped out of my seat, clapped, and screamed. Done scared everybody in the house. Because they deserve this Grammy so, so much. And what was funny and I thought was so weird was, for those of you who haven't seen it, you know, Josh and Tyler, they're the two members of the band. And all of a sudden they're standing up and you see them rip their pants off. Mm-hmm. And they walk up and accept their Grammy in just their underpants. Well, you know, their nice shirt and their underpants and their underdraws, right? Pretty much. And was it Josh or Tyler? It was Tyler who said, you know, we've watched the Grammys a lot in our underpants. And they based, I'm paraphrasing here. He said if they ever won, they'd, they'd have to do it the way they were watching the Grammys in their underpants. And, you know, James Corden, who was a really good host, I must say, um, you know, went on and joked them about it. But that, to me, was one of the best moments of the night because it was so them. And you, you've seen them. You understand how they are. Yes, yes, they are. It was so they... them, and it was so kind of perfect and, you know, one of those talked-about moments where it's just like, hey, this is what kind of music is out there. The crazy stuff that deserves to win, like Chance the Rapper winning all those awards, and for him to be without a basically without a label was so kind of crazy. Sorry, you're good. Don't I was, trying to, down try, I was trying to save a link and it it it, it slid to play. Autoplay. <laughs> Dab you yeah. autoplay. But you That's know what I was like, saying oh, about Chance the Rapper, right? Yes, I do. And it's beauty. It's, it's nice. So, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. The, the, this is not where my forte is. My, for, the, my forte is the 21 Pilots, the the, the Metall, Metall, Metallica stuff. Sorry for starting there, but the Metallica stuff, which we will we'll be getting to in a moment. I have some choice words for the sound guy on that. But <laughs> go go ahead and talk about Chance for a little bit. Okay, so this so so this black nigga, right? Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, this it's nice. this guy. It, it's like this guy. He's actually he's a cool dude. <laughs> um, he has a brother who's gay, by the way. Who he's no, he's bi and he's cute, by the way. But anyway, um, but but seriously, seriously, it's nice, you know, because yeah. it gives other independent artists like us to see, a chance to see, hey, we can get mm-hmm. that as well. Okay. Because it's nice to see Chance the Rapper getting offers from from record labels of like ten million, and he's still denying it. Yeah, and he's still doing it, and it's so cool because it's like people will think, "Oh, you need a label." No, the fuck, no, the fuck, you don't. Right. You don't. You fucking don't. Be nice. I won't deny that, but do you need one? No, 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 no. And you no, heard no. what I said earlier about Event Sevenfold. And, and, the, and that bullshit, you know. Like, here's the thing. With me and my music, I am extremely picky about who touches it. Mm-hmm. If if I even let you do it in the first place. Yeah. Okay? Like, there's only one label that I personally know that I work with that I can say, you can do this with my music, you're fine. And that's QLN. That's the only label. Okay. Only label. And I left them, mind you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> If, if that's the only way when I left their ass, uh, yeah, no, 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 no. 
And it's not like I never, didn't get offers from other labels. I have. Mm-hmm. It's just I'm very picky with my music. I'm very picky with the energy I put I put into the music. Mm-hmm. Okay. So to see Chance winning stuff like that gives people hope, and I love that. I yeah. freaking love that. I do too. The only thing I'm nervous about, though, there's a stigma, and, and for those who aren't in the know of this, there's a, not stigma, but there is a quote-unquote rumor. I know he won't. this won't happen to him, but if you win Best New Artist, you typically kind of fall out. The only one that really got the quote-unquote big hits was Carrie Underwood, but I think Chance has a real good chance, pardon the pun, of going out there and doing something because of the way he's doing it now and the social media the way it is now and all of that. I think he's going to be the next one to break through. I honestly do. Mm. You've never heard of the Best New uh, Grammy Curse? Uh, no, I haven't. No. Best New Artist. Have you heard of Janelle Monet recently? Yes, I have. Mm, yeah. Me too, a little bit. Not like on big radio. Of course, I listen to different stations, but you've heard some of her stuff, right? Yeah, I have one of her albums. I think it was Electric Lady, I think. Mm-hmm. How about Bonnie Vare? Who? Bonnie Vare. Bon Iver. Oh, Bon Iver. Yeah, I heard about them, yes. Yeah, I haven't heard them too, too big in like the quote-unquote charts, but it, it seems like there's been a quote-unquote curse, and I, I just want to clear this up. There's no damn curse. Shut your friggin' mouse. Yeah, they are, they're doing just fine. Yep. They're doing just fine. But for those to say, it's like, oh, I think Carrie Underwood got hits and she was the best new artist, you know, best new artist, and she went and she was the only one. Shut up. <laughs> there are always going to be fans of things, but I just kind of wanted to cover that because there is a curse. I just kinda, The only reason I wanted to was just to cover it. Okay? Okay. Now that we've talked about the awards, let's talk about those performances. Hmm. Some are good, some are snorefests. Hmm. What were some of the ones that you liked? Uh, there's only one, actually. Which was? Lady Gaga, actually. Lady Gaga she... Metallica? Yeah, that, that shit, yeah, 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 she got me. Do you mind the bitch if I, got me. Do you mind if I go my little... Little rant? Sure. Go right ahead. Okay. So, um, uh, I loved Lady Gaga in that, to be completely honest. She, I was surprised. I mean, I wasn't too surprised because I, you know, I know she could be handling that, but she was in with that. She knew how to crowd dive. She did everything right, right? And, yes. um, I'm going to do pretend here. So, uh, if you hear me go out for just a moment, it's on purpose, people. So, when Metallica was finally up, their time for their Grammy, uh, finally comes up. They don't say it's Metallica. They just say it's Lady Gaga. Strike one. Strike two. Mm-hmm. James Hetfield, one of the most recognizable voices. He starts singing. Halfway through the song, all of a sudden, it's just Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga through the song, right? Yeah. They say the internet stream was okay, but the TV stream was not good. How many people watch more TV than internet stream? I would probably say more people watch the TV stream, stream, right? 
so the chance for rock and roll to finally have something in the Grammys and someone goes and messes with sound it. James Hetfield physically threw his guitar at the when you know when everything was said and done. He threw his guitar at the stagehand. You know, like you toss it to somebody. He physically threw it in anger. You guys, I understand that rock and roll is going by the wayside. You know? Not saying that the audience isn't there. It's going to always be there, right? It's not necessarily what's... It's not what's popular in the pop radio charts. You see, You know what I mean? But for them to do that, a music's biggest night when you have artists like Marin Morris doing that wonderful performance with Alicia Keys. When you have the the weekend with um, Daft Punk, which I enjoyed that one actually. You have Ed Sheeran, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, being kind of cool with that. Um. You had what was called, some people called it the uh, the Vegas Buffet of the uh, Bee Gees songs. Which, yeah, that one was kind of lackluster with that. The one thing that I was waiting the whole night for, y'all done fucked up. I'm sorry for yelling. But when it's Rock's time, you guys, I felt like you guys just pushed them to the side. You know? I'm sorry for getting angry about this, but it actually really ticked me off. It's like you guys, you know, gave Adele and Adele did wonderful. I'll say that Adele did wonderful, right? You gave her mm-hmm. a second chance to, you know, do the George Michael tribute, which, you know, that was really nice. But you, you fuck up Metallica's one time. The one time they actually agreed to be on the Grammys and you fuck it up. You know what? They're not going to be much more rock artists if you do- keep doing this. And I'll have no reason to watch. Plain and simple. There needs to be some changes that have, need to go through. And I'm so sorry for yelling like that. But it actually really ticked me off. Like, really badly. You see, when it came to that performance, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Uh-huh. Whoever I was it. But the Grammys, though, y'all some bitches. <laughs> okay. Y'all I actually bitches. have a favorite of the night. Do you want to know what it was? Mm-hmm. Marin Morris. Really? I, my goodness. Once is, um, I'm not going to reveal too, too much, but in my secondary video that's coming out for album closers, it's in my top 12 album closers. What the fuck? Once, oh my god, I can't tell you how much I love Mary Morris's voice. The way she writes her music, the energy she brings into her music. I absolutely loved that performance, and to hear Alicia Keys sing her song, I thought they were going to sing an Alicia Keys song, to be completely honest, because Alicia Keys was more known, well-known. To hear Mary Morris get the pretty much the entire moment to shine, was the little bit of bright star in that night for me. That's why it's my favorite. And oh my gosh, I do, you know, I'm not I talk about fashion every once in a while. I've watched Project Runway for years, so I semi know fashion and stuff. 
Mayor Morris's dress was absolutely fantastic that night. I was, you know, it felt like it was like that perfect moment for me. The moment that Metallica should have gotten. And that to me meant a lot that they had Alicia Keys come out and sing Marin's song. That meant a lot to me. And that's why it was my favorite. I would never expect you to choose that song, honestly. Exactly. That, that's, I, I saved the surprise for now. Because had the debacle not happened with Metallica, they would have easily, they would have won for me. Because of the flames, the people getting energized and all that. Another few moments that I liked, Ed Sheeran's song. I liked seeing him perform. I liked the um, entire stadium karaoke. That was a fun moment. They were very few and far between. What did you think of Katy Perry's performance? Uh, uh, okay. Did you at least mm. like the stage? <laughs> I liked the. St- I'm not sure if I liked the song, but I liked the way the stage was done. Mm. But okay. I, I will. I will say that they, they they did put some work into it. I'll give them credit where it's due. They they put some work into it. But the song though. Uh, 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 um, let's continue. Um, you don't to... mind doing that. I I like to be. I prefer not to have beef with people right now, right about now. So I'm gonna leave that alone. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say one thing. And Katie, I love your music. You know, I, I I'm not. I actually like Katie Perry's music a lot. But um, you trying to copy Taylor? Just saying. Sam saying. See, see, see. See, you can do it. I, I, I don't need to. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Also, what did you think about the uh, the Star Wars performance with featuring Daft Punk in the weekend? Now that was kind of cool because that the the style they brought to it made it so unique and different. I love that. Me too. And you know what? I'm not too not saying I'm not fond of the weekend. I don't know too too much of his music, but some of the music I have heard, it's. Borderline, not my cup of tea, but that performance was cool, and I actually liked that song so much so that I might actually might actually give that whole album a better chance now, because I actually liked that song a lot, and that was fun. The only thing was, um, half the time I kept thinking, okay, when are you pulling out the lightsabers? Okay, when are we gonna hear Darth Vader coming on? Do you get that feeling? <laughs> A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> I was jokingly making fun of it, you know, just poking fun at it. But, um, okay, this is the big topic conversation that I kind of wanted to save for the end. Let's talk about, let me pull it up, Adele's ending acceptance speech. Oh, that shit. Hold up, hold up. Let me let some pray for that shit. Hold up, hold up. Okay. Hold, hold the fuck up. Hey, <laughs> man, man, man. That's mine. That that one's mine. Can I make I a comment, though? Comment. You're going to take over, but I'd like to make a comment on it. Have at it. I agree. Hmm. I absolutely agree with what she said. I mean, you know, she was very thankful, but Beyonce deserves a lot more awards than she gets. 
Okay. That's all I'm saying. You take over. Okay. Did you know that Beyonce is not... It, did you know that Beyonce is independent? A little bit, yes, because I know she dropped Lemonade pretty much out of random, which I thought was kind of cool, just different you know, artists doing that, but I did not know that. Parkwood Entertainment, she owns that. That's her record label. Okay. She's independent. Um, mostly. Um, okay. I look. I I follow her work my entire life. I have been listening to her music. I have danced to it. Mm-hmm. I have I have fucked people to her music. It's it's quite hard to do that. Um, <laughs> I have went to clubs. I heard her music. I have surprisingly made no remixes. That's gonna change. Um, <laughs> her music is in my. Her music is in. I know at least two of my mixtapes. Okay. No one. At least one of them. I know that, okay? I love her music. I love it, I love it, I love it, okay? Mm-hmm. You know? If you see how she evolved from back then to now, it's so beautiful to watch. Mm-hmm. She became a grown woman that got cheated on. Now she hates her husband a lot, but now she's now she has twins. Um, so, so I guess they love us back. I don't know if I can know. But anyway, um, <laughs> so to see mm-hmm. Adele win, you know, I personally think Adele should have won. The only reason why I say that is because Adele deserved it. Mm-hmm. Okay, she put her heart. She put her heart out to her album, so she deserved a reward. I'm not saying that Beyonce didn't, but did you hear about this one artist? Something, something Satana. His last name is Satana. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. You said that Adele should have won. Yeah. Okay, because Beyonce can sing, but Adele can sing, sing. Mm-hmm. That's not really the case. Uh, Beyonce can sing, sing as well too, obviously. Yeah. But Beyonce's more of an entertainer. Adele can just sing, and will get your mm-hmm. attention, make you call your ex and say, "Help me, motherfucker!" <laughs> I kind of did that one time, and yeah, no, 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 no. Can I, no, can no, I no. interject one quick thing too? I'm yes. happy that Twenty One Pilots was even nominated for that high award. Yeah, because you know how I've talked about them. You know how much their music means to me. But anyway, just I just wanted to interject that I was just happy with that. You know, really good category, like really good people <clears throat> overall in that category. But anyway, go ahead. So, so like, a, like that's kind of like I was I did some dumb shit to my ex EA one, which got me you know. And breaking up with me. Mm-hmm. And that same day after I got out of work, I was driving home listening to Adele the entire time, crying and shit. I was so, I was so, nothing. I was not in the best state of mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. Beyonce's music can make you feel some type of way as well, too, which is, which is great, you know? Mm-hmm. It just, people, like, I could see why Adele did what she did, but Adele deserved the reward. Okay. I personally think so, you know. Did Beyonce deserve it too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If I somehow get to be how to hear this shit and they come after me, then fuck. But hey, I got noticed though. Um, it's just, for certain things I get, but for other things I'm like, why are you even arguing about it? That, I, I literally, I literally wanted Adele to win, not Beyonce. Okay. 
Beyonce has 21 uh, Grammys. Okay. How many Grammys does Adele have? Counting this night, one, two, at least two, I, three. Uh, I know she won for her previous album a few. Four, at least four in the night. Yeah, you're right. Five that night. Anyway, continue on. I'm actually doing the count here. Okay, then. So, five to 21, okay? And you're complaining about Beyonce not winning Grammys? I think she's doing just fine. I think she's just fine. I, I think she is just fine. I'm not too worried about that, you know? I'm not saying she won't win a Grammy. I'm very fucking sure she gets some motivation by her twins and she drops some crazy ass out and then boom, Grammys all fucking day. Mm-hmm. You know? But it's like, I get it. You want to support her? I, I truly understand that. You know? But you gotta support other people too. It's not always about race. It's not always about, oh my god, they did it because she's black. No. Because she had a she had a better album. That's what literally what it was. Yep. I enjoyed Adele's album more than I enjoyed Beyonce's album on a whole, from beginning to end. Beyonce was more of a story, okay? Like, okay, Beyonce was more of experience. Adele's was more of a story, somewhat, okay? Okay. So that's me personally. That's what I feel. If I get to be how to hear this shit, I'm a laugh. But still, <laughs> uh, those are my thoughts. What do you think of her performance? It shows it shows that she gives a shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it shows that she gives a shit, but and I love that. You know, Beyonce's performance. I'm like, what in the fucking hell are you doing? <laughs> no, that's what I was asking. What What do you think of Beyonce's performance? Oh, I'm thinking about Adele. I'm sorry. Oh, Adele was really good, yeah. and yes. her caring that much about George Michael. That showed a lot of class for me, you know? Even though she dropped the F-bomb on TV. See, I like her already. <laughs> yeah. Now here we can say as much as we want. Fuck, 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 fuck. But still. I, even if I was in the Grammys, I'd still say fuck, 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 fuck. Thank you so fucking much for my goddamn old fucking album. Okay. <laughs> See? Okay, I can appreciate... Okay, this was for me. Uh, I can appreciate artsy the way you know... The, the way you can, like, kind of um, play the stage and be visual and all that. For me, not hearing anything from Beyonce's album, I was sitting there, like, at the end, I was like, you know one of those artsy things that you see and you you just don't get it? And at the end, you're like, what? <laughs> that was for me. And not necessarily saying it was a bad thing, but just for me, I was, like, literally sitting there, I was like, And at the end, like, did I just watch? <laughs> Not in a you bad see, way, but still. You see, look, look, here's the thing about, about Beyonce's performance, okay? Mm-hmm. That shit has so many influences of a certain religion mm-hmm. called, or, or, I cannot pronounce the word for nothing. Arusha? There we go. Okay. Arusha? And, like, it's plainly obvious where it came from, okay? Mm-hmm. And though I respect it, I respect all religions, I respect all people, 
I'll punch I'll punch everybody equally. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you kick everybody in the balls equally, right? Everybody get kicks and balls. I, I don't care. Okay. It, it just the pers- like how I put this. How can I put this? Because there gonna be some groups that if they hear this, I'm gonna say, oh, oh, you're not black because you 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 support the white man or some shit like that. It's I get why she did what she did. Mm-hmm. It wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. Here's me. the thing about me. Here's mm-hmm. the thing about me. I'm a fucking empath. I can read your energy from a mile away, literally. Um, mm-hmm. I can read when you're being fake. I can read it when you when you're being real, and that was so fucking fake. That was so fucking fake. Our Adele's felt real and true to yeah. her heart. I love that. Can I can I just say something? Mm-hmm. That moment, literally, when she was leaning back on the chair, I'm like. Oh shit! She better not fall. She's pregnant. That's what I said. I'm like, bitch, if you fall, <laughs> I said, I I feel sorry for you, bitch, if you fall. But if you do, I'm gonna be laughing my ass off. <laughs> well, at least you fall on your back. That, that's the key thing. You fall on your back. We're good. Okay, I'm still laughing at you though. <laughs> but like, okay, you know that one meme where it's the guy with the really weird looking eye and he's staring at a computer screen like, the fuck is this? You know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a rage comic, and the guy's looking at the screen like, like his eyes twitching, like what? And yeah, it's, it's not me just getting. It. I understand. I don't, I don't know what the songs are. I get that, right? But even as somebody who doesn't know the songs, should be able to watch the performance and still get something out of it, and be like, okay, these are the songs. Maybe I should check them out, right? Yeah. I did not feel that with that with that performance. But I, I, you know what I could respect, though? It was mm. very visual. I will give it that. I can absolutely 1,000% respect that. It's just it wasn't my cup of tea. What do you think of the other ones, like the Tribe Called Quest and all that? It was okay. I, I see. After Metallica was over, I said, shit, there's an hour and a half left. I need to go to bed. It's not that I didn't want to see it. I actually didn't want to see it. It's just like, I was literally looking at him like, fuck this. I got work in the morning. Let me go to bed. That's literally how I was. I'm actually going to quietly pull it up here for later for me. But uh, yeah, so if you could give it... um, If you could give it a grade, what would you give it? Mm-hmm. Um, seven. There's so many things that they could have fixed. I mean, it's just so much better. But overall, I saw what they, what they were trying to do, and I and I preferred it. Mm-hmm. You know, Actually, so decent host. He was trying his best. That you know, the, like I said earlier, the, the carpool karaoke was fun. Um, overall, there were a lot of fun things that happened. So for me, I yelled six and a half to seven. So that's how I felt about it. For the merit of 21 Pilots, for the merit of Adele's, you know, her the whole night, you know, for Maren Morris and her amazing dress and her amazing voice. And yeah, it was kind of cool. To see that Lady Gaga can actually go there and be rocking. I love it when an artist 
can hop genres. And to me, genre is just a word, you know? Can hop the genre, quote unquote, and go be successful in another type of song. Like uh, Haley Williams being a part of B.O.B.'s Airplanes, right? Mm-hmm. Hopping jo- hop genres and being cool with that. She did awesome with both of them. And there's a there's an internet video of it, and you get to hear what it was intended to be. And it was fantastic. Either way, it was fantastic, but it just added that little extra bit. Had it actually been fixed and be good with that, I would have given it an 8 out of 10, you know? But seeing, factoring in the, the screw you to rock music basically for the night, not saying award style, just the one performance that we got, I, I'm giving it 6.5 to 7 out of 10, that, in between that borderline. That's being nice. That's being Shit. generous, Yes. Had you been in an angry mood, I would have given it a four. But there were some really good things about it. All right, so let's wrap this fucker up. (laughs) Two fucking hours. Holy fuck. (laughs) Well, it's close to two hours. We did some pre-show stuff that y'all... We do some fun editing tricks here and there. But yeah, pretty much two hours. Good lord. Now, you, you told me earlier that you can actually get this on iTunes, right? Actually, yes, I can. I was going to discuss that real quickly. Um, we can okay, so discuss the actually, nitty-gritties after we're done. We say cut. You know, actually, I, I was going to mention this right now because Go I was ahead. going to tell you. So, this is for everybody here. I, I have a podcast called I'm Just Saying that I stopped for a while because, you know, life happened. I actually learned how to put it on iTunes and Google Play Music okay. and fucking Stitcher and a few other sites. I can do the exact same thing for this podcast. That's exactly what's going to happen. Awesome. It's a lot easier than I expected. So, believe us, it, it's, this will be on iTunes before I release this. It's, this podcast will be on iTunes when I'm done. Absolutely. And now we can actually call it a podcast. We did earlier just because, you know, that's just the general term, but we can actually put it and call it legitimately podcast. And if we haven't said it now, parental advisory, explicit content, two hours in. <laughs> Shush, yeah, fuck all the fuck all them holes, man. If you just listen to the one I just fucking did with with Stoner Jesus and come back to this one, I sound really really clean compared to, to what I was speaking of over there. Shit. <laughs> anyway, um, the podcast that I'm going to be doing solo, which you'll have to teach me how to, or even if if I record it, you might just help to help me release it. Once the record store day list actually comes out, I will do, be doing a solo cast on that. So I'm just going to go over the list, um, my thoughts on the list overall, because it's the 10-year anniversary. That list better be damn good. And and I'll kind of get my thoughts kind of overall on that. But um, I'm actually looking forward to that, just blabbing for an hour into the ether, hoping somebody will listen. I know definitely you'll listen, but that'll be kind of fun just to kind of like talk to the ether, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, That'd anyway, be nice. Yeah, yeah, and I'll look forward to hearing some of your solo casts too. I shit. Once I, that's my goal. Is this year is to get 
get more reacquainted with DJ Loam HD and get ready to move because this is my first time doing an actual move that saw me up and going randomly and shit. So this is gonna be different. So you mean like an actual moving truck and stuff? Like, like I'm talking like if one or two things gonna happen. Like, shit gonna get shit, or I'm driving this shit myself. Something's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna go to Portland before. I'm gonna get me an apartment. I'm gonna come back to the to Kansas, pack my shit up, and drive it over there. Like, I'm doing all of that. That'll be awesome. Well, anyway, without much further babbling, I am the pirate novelist. And I am DJ Lone Wolf HD. Now, as I always say in my videos and all, you know, everything that I always do, I always like to end on this. When the waters get rough, keep on sailing.